0: Hello everybody, this is Rafal Davidovich, welcome to the Explorations Podcast. Today we will be doing our Mitzvah Monday class, remember what we've been doing. Doing one Mitzvah per class of the 613 Taryag, 613 Mitzvahs, Commandments. And we are now up to Mitzvah Lamed, that is Mitzvah number 30. We are now about to begin and cover the third of the Ten Commandments. Right, we already covered the idea of there being one God and that there should be no other gods, nor should we do anything to uh, show any significance or relevance of any other gods. That was the second one. The third one is, Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord your God in vain. This mitzvah is given an extensive, very lengthy treatment in the Sefer HaChinuch. We are not going to be covering that text as i've said in the past so what i'm going to do first is give you a little bit of a prelude because the idea of not taking the name of lord your god in vain means not to swear falsely and not to swear frivolously right so what does it mean to take the name of the lord your god what does that whole expression mean this is what we call swearing a shavua an oath, taking an oath. When Now, what does it mean to take an oath? Before we speak about not taking an oath falsely, what does it mean to take an oath? What does it mean to take the name of Hashem? Forget about it in vain or falsely. How does one take the name of Hashem truthfully? What does that even mean? So let me tell you what it means. There is a phrase in halacha known as a gezerah shava. Gazera shava means that when you have a word that's used in one halacha, one law, and then you have the same word or term that's used that is used in another halacha or law, and you don't know much about the second law, you're allowed to borrow, you're allowed to take, you're allowed to compare the second law to the first law and apply the things in the first law to the second law. Okay. This is known as egzer shava, meaning an equivalence. That we make a legal equivalence between two laws based on the fact that we know what's going on with law number one, we apply those rules to law number two. This is what is happening when a person takes an oath. When a person swears to God, what does that mean? This is what it means. God is true, and God is an objective truth. Anything that you a human being under the dominion of time and space and decay do, cannot be as truthful. You could not possibly say something that is as truthful as something that God says. So when a person is taking an oath, when a person is invoking Hashem's name, what that person is doing is saying that the statement that they are making should be as significant and as truthful, and should be taken to be as truthful as God himself. You're saying, the same reverence that I give to the true objective reality of Hashem, who was and is and will be, that power, that significance, should be applied to the thing that I am saying right now. That is why an oath is meaningful. And that's why an oath is only as significant as the thing that you are saying is truly meaningful. That's why, for example, we're going to see much later, one is not allowed to swear by uh, a non-reality, right? You can't swear to a false god, for example. That's why if you asked an atheist to swear to God, that would be meaningful because the god that you're asking him to swear to doesn't exist in his estimation. That is why, for example, when Joseph, Yosef HaTzadik, was speaking with his brothers, and they didn't know who he was, and he made a statement, and he said, by the life of Paro, and then he made a statement. And there the rabbis explain that Paro is meaningless, right? He's just some political ruler. He's here today, he'll die tomorrow. So to swear by Pharaoh's life is meaningless. Swearing to God means that you're appending your statement to be as significant as the reality of Hashem. So if that's what you're doing, then to do so falsely, or to do so frivolously, in a way that you're saying something that is either, and there are many halachos about this, and we won't cover them all right now, but that they are either meaningless in that you are merely making a tautology, like swearing that a rock is a rock, or you are purposely falsifying reality with your words, swearing that a rock is a piece of wood, or you swear that you will do an Avera, which is something that goes against the objective reality of Hashem having made a, a mitzvah, having commanded you to do something, then you are, you are devaluing, think about inflation, you are devaluing the meaning of of Hashem in this world by comparing His true objective existence to a variety of things that are either meaningless or that go against His will. That's what a Shavua means, and that's what a frivolous or false Shavua means. Okay? Now, even though this is not so common nowadays, and this is because the rabbis themselves discouraged people, from taking oaths even though we find that throughout tanakh people did would take an oath to establish that they were telling the 100% truth and nothing but the truth because of this very serious mitzvah that the language here in the 10 commandments is that hashem does not forgive that this is why for the most part in jewish culture for the last you know several centuries jews have done whatever they can to avoid taking an oath because they don't want to even risk part of any statement that is inherently subjective, that it should be connected and should devalue and uh, harm their estimation for the true awareness of the only true reality, which is the prime reality of Hashem. Thank you all for listening. Have a wonderful day.